Coming up on this week's DizPod, it's Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas everything. Let's go. Merry Christmas, everyone. What's going on? I've got some like feedback or something. Oh, oh boy. I see what's happening here. Did you hear any of that feedback? I didn't. I didn't. What do you got? Well, we'll let everybody know. Welcome, everyone who's listening on the rewatch or you're here live. We're trying to work through one technical issue because. We are trying to go live on Instagram as well, but I'm getting the feedback on Instagram. So maybe we'll do this. I'm going to go live actually on Instagram right here, but I'm going to close. You have I'm to closing my the, window. Yeah. You have, What's to, that? Mute, you have to mute the, um, I don't know if I can, did you mute your Instagram feed? I didn't. I'm not live on Instagram. Go live on Instagram. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> yeah, just just a moment. We're trying to work out. An... All right, yeah, new, new technology I, for us. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna close out Instagram on the yeah. computer and hope that we're still live on Instagram. Okay. I'm gonna do that. I'll check Instagram here. Um, if you want to talk with everybody for a moment here, I'll just peek. So welcome. Uh, I have been looking forward to this uh, episode for a while. You know, I I, I love Christmas. And uh, so I'm I'm excited to see uh, what the what comes of this. Uh, I know we enjoyed our Thanksgiving episodes. So I thought this episode could be similar to um, to that where it's kind of open and we um really converse with you about your holiday traditions and food and um, favorite music and favorite movies. So that's pretty much what, what we're going to do um, tonight. We're going to try and keep it to uh, a three-hour stream. No, we're going to try and keep it to an hour. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, and then we, then we have the bonus uh, episode after that for... Uh, members only so we are got a busy night but it should be uh should be fun should be good very excited um so did you try to go live on instagram through here so what we learned everybody is that we can now live stream also through not only facebook like we have been but also through instagram and um i tried it and i was getting definite uh repeat in my ears like delay so yeah it, it didn't work for me so i'm, I'm just going to close out of that we'll we'll okay we'll, we'll have to try, try to yeah we'll work try through to. that another time yep so hopefully everybody comes back over and joins us here so i yay, have we're my Santa hat but i realize i can't wear it with the headphones so <laughs> oh all right it's here with us in spirit my choice of mug today, I had to go back to the mayor from Nightmare Before Christmas. I think it might be the only Christmassy mug that I have. And, whoa, I dropped it. And the mayor has his own hat. 
So oh, has a hat. Yeah, well, it's so that, cool, right? That's on theme. Like, yeah. Ah, check that out. Because I have a mug. It's Mickey with a hat. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. This is really good if you want to keep something cold or you want to keep it hot. Works well for coffee and tea. So we're just going to keep that hat off for now because I just have water in there. I have to keep. I'm very underhydrated, big time right now, uh, as I'm currently on some pregnisone to uh, help me deal with the inflammation caused by my TMJ incident this week. But I'm feeling really good. It's just a matter of keeping up with the water. But I'm super dehydrated right now. As you can hear in my voice, it's definitely dry, but plenty of water here. And I've got a whole jug near my foot if I need to refill. So trying to be good. Trying to be good. Drinking water is hard, though. It's not easy for everybody. It's not enjoyable. No. I mean, the only time I even come close to enjoying water is if I'm hot outside and you really need water. But to just be sitting at your desk or in the car and making yourself drink it, it's a no-go. It's a no-go for me. I wish it wasn't. But welcome, everybody, in the live chat. We do this live because we do it for you. Uh, City Slicker J, I haven't seen you before. Welcome. We always like to know. Let us know in the comments. Let us know in the chat if you discovered us through the podcast. I'm just waiting to see some of those answers. We know (laughs) most of you have found us through the live stream, through the channel, existing channel itself, Living in Diz. But uh, the Diz Pod is, uh, what, 30 episodes in now? This is number 30? Yes. We are, so, we are moving right along. We only have 470 to go. Piece of cake. Piece of cake. I'm sticking with that. I'm sticking with it. And uh, so what do we have going on tonight? We have, we're going to rank our favorite Christmas songs. We're going to rank our favorite Christmas movies. I brought along some Trader Joe's seasonal snacks, which I have become a huge fan of at this point. Uh, looking forward to each season now. I told Susie Q, thanked her once again. I said, uh, never expected, but uh, never going to say no if it arrives. <laughs> I'll always be excited for the next season. So we've already gotten to enjoy the Halloween season, everything pumpkin spice. Mm-hmm. If you love pumpkin spice, go to Trader Joe's. Mm. Okay, let's all do Susie Q a favor. Let's boost that business for Trader Joe's if you if if you've never tried it, take my word for it, Tammy's word for it. Um, we're just devouring these snacks, whether it was Halloween, Halloween time, fall time, or now Christmas time. I can't wait to see what comes out for like spring. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, it's not so much on theme unless you're thinking like Easter stuff. So yeah, it would be very interesting to see. David SC says, speaking of water, why does it taste different at some Disney quick surfaces? Listen, I could easily talk about this on a future Diz pod because I tell people when we are live, wherever we do get water, I let them, I rate the water because <laughs> it deserves a rating. When you go to Casey's, it's God awful. It's horrible. It's the worst water I've ever had. It is exactly like sewer water. I call it gator water. It's bad. But there are some places where it's decent. So 
Watch the live streams, listen, because we definitely do note those every single time. But if you're thirsty, you're going to drink it just to wet that whistle because you, you have to. Anne is a big Trader Joe's fan. And, uh, by the uh, way, so Slicker J is Jay. I oh, okay. Moved, What's up, Jay? Moved out. Now he's city slicker. All right. Uh, happy early birthday wishes and looking very much forward to hanging out with you in person. You and I will have to go over the schedule. I was just realizing, listen, everybody, I've been so dead set over the last few years of talking about how we're out of the parks for two weeks. But listen, technically, we're out of the park today up until January 5th, mm -hmm. which is a Friday. So, but here it is. We were live yesterday, so that counts as this week. Yep. And I, I slithered my way into a ticket over, <laughs> I mean, I paid for it, but I realized, ooh, I can get to the parks twice this week yep. by going to a late Christmas party. So we're doing that tomorrow. So that's two times in the park. And then next week is the only week, right? Well, no, you're coming in. You're coming in at some point next week, right? Uh, we, no. 29th. We are coming in on Saturday, the 30th. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go do Yeehaw Bob with hopefully Alyssa and Neil on Wednesday. So oh, good. that'll that'll be the Wednesday's live stream. We'll have some fun doing that. Maybe try oh. some beignets. Where they are, we gonna try some beignets. Right. Uh, they have amazing food right there at the bar where they where Yeehaw Bob performs. So we'll do that. So I know everybody wanted some Yeehaw Bob. We're gonna give you that. And so that is Wednesday. Wait. And then what? Is that set in stone? Seven stone. Set is that oh, seven stone for Wednesday? Is Yeehaw Bob set in stone? Yeah. For the twenty seventh, a Wednesday. Yes. Why? Uh oh, what are you thinking? I uh, that was the uh, festival. The twenty seventh is. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so that is not okay. All right. Further planning needed on that one. So. Sorry if I got everybody excited. All right, we'll have to talk off the air yeah, yeah. and take a look at that. Okay. Huh. Oh, boy. I might have a week off from Depending the park. Time, it could be two. So Two o'clock? No, it could be two streams. That's oh. We'll what time were you planning on starting that? I, I was thinking seven, but it is later. It is open later. And so how long do you think you'll go? Um, hour and a half, maybe. Seven, eight, eight All right, we'll have to see. We'll have to talk about what works. So stay tuned for a further announcement, everybody. See yeah, that? We have the live live planning right here. Yep, that's what we like to call it, live planning. <laughs> um, so we'll see. And the Dispod is, of course, Thursday, so... Both of those days accounted for. And I don't think Yeehaw Bob plays on Tuesdays. Mm. And I'm off on Tuesday anyway. So, all right. Um, now, would you go later because that fits your schedule for the Lanterns? Or it's that's when you want to go because it's dark? Or it's dark earlier? It is dark earlier. 
I wonder if you could do like a six to seven thirty, and then I can go live with Yeehaw Bob or something. Yeah, yeah. Let me figure that out. All right, that sounds good. All right. Same. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, So I kind of mentioned it last week, last night. Uh, Lawrence is going to the North Carolina Chinese Lantern Festival, and we're live streaming that on Wednesday night. So. I wanted to do Bob as well, and I didn't realize it was the same night. So we might do back-to-back streams. We might jump from California, uh, California, North Carolina, back down to Florida for some Yeehaw Bob. So exciting times. And what I was getting to was next week, Lawrence is going to figure out the schedule, but he's going to bring you all. Are you planning to live stream every day or you don't know? I certainly don't expect you to if, if you don't want to. Everything is up to you. Maybe not every day, but... Um... Certainly the 31st, so New Year's Eve, we'll be coming to you from Epcot. Um, and the park is open until 1 a.m. So that's going to be that's going to be very fun. Um, oh, New Year's you're talking New, about? Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking New Year's Day at Magic. And then at least one other day um, during that time. So... Yeah, it should be should end up being a full a full week, and it's going to be uh, uh, New Year's Eve will be during the day, so it'll be a, be a little bit different um, since we don't normally get to see it during the day. So we'll do that. We'll make sure to catch the parade, um, maybe even the, one of the stage shows, which we don't get to see a lot. Wait, are you uh, talking about during the day? Will be New Year's Day? Will be during the day? New Year's Day. I said New. Okay, Year's you said New Year's Day. Eve. Yeah. Okay. Wanted to make sure. So, so you're going to bring them New Year's Eve mm-hmm. live yep. from Epcot, which we've never done. And Neil's going to do his best to join you. Okay. Um, Neil's going to do his best to join you on some of the other ones too. Love you know, it. I think that'd be great. You know, yeah. both of you hanging out, everybody knows you and Neil. It's a perfect combo. Yeah. And uh, so we'll get the schedule and we'll let Neil know what it is. And the good thing, everybody, is it's going to be some daytime streams, I think, like you said, right in the parks. Yeah. So maybe we can get to kind of let people know that Living in Biz is there and maybe we can get some daytime viewers to watch us at night. And then on the 4th, uh, we will be uh, back at Epcot for Jay's birthday. So uh, that is your first day back in the park. And I think you're planning on being there. Um, I missed the first part you're saying I was reading. Um, the 6th. Uh, we'll be in the park on the 6th. Okay. And will you be there too? Yes. Where are you we going? Are, we are staying um uh where wherever living in Diz goes. We're staying okay. through, through the uh seventh. I think Jay is coming home <clears throat> on the sixth or the fifth. Um but Catherine Finley and I'll be there uh on the sixth. So let me check with the fam. I'm all for magic to spend a great long magic day. But I know Jacob and Jill, I mean, Jacob and Tammy love Hollywood so much. If uh, they can live without Hollywood for one more week, we'll do magic. If not, we'll do Hollywood. Very cool. All Uh, right. Shannon, I will not have a hotel room tour for you on this trip because we are not going. um, We're not staying on property this time. We are renting a Verbo. And so you all will get to see a little bit of that <laughs> because uh, I guess we can we can announce it here. 
uh, season two of the Dispod, episode one will be brought to you live and in person. So Corey and I will be uh, together at the um, house that we end up renting. Chilling at the Verbo. I picked a, I picked a pretty good one, so it should be it's fun. It's themed. It's themed, right? It is themed, yes. All right. Yeah. Cool. I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. All right. Well, let's get on with uh, our first one. Should we do our favorite movies or our favorite songs? Oh, boy. Um, let's do movies. I agree. And I have to say that I was kind of surprised that I I had to stretch for 10 movies. I thought yeah. I had a ton of favorite Christmas movies, but kind of don't. Hmm. Um, and, and there's some that I feel like have the Christmas theme, but kind of shouldn't be considered Christmas movies <laughs> traditionally. You know, like Gremlins take Gremlins is a great movie. Gremlins happens to take happens to take place at Christmas, but it really doesn't have anything to do with Christmas. Is that how you feel about Die Hard? Oh, I was just getting to that one too. We share a brain. <laughs> I almost think that, and I don't know if you even know if I can make a case for this. I feel like maybe Die Hard is closer to a Christmas movie than Gremlins. I'll agree there. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't feel like some people do feel like, oh, it's Christmas. I've got to include Die Hard in my Christmas movies. I don't know. I think it's a little debatable. Let us know in the comments. Let us know in the chat what you think. I don't I don't one. think I've ever watched Die Hard for Christmas. I gotta watch it any time of the year, just need to throw in a movie. <laughs> but I've never <laughs> thought it's Christmas Eve. I gotta watch Die Hard. <laughs> exactly. Uh Jacob Unfiglio says Iron Man 3 is a Christmas movie. See, I would not consider that. There's like it doesn't end with a Christmas message, you know, and Santa rides in on his sleigh. I think yeah. you need those things to really qualify. <laughs> Tim Burton, Batman Returns, Tim Burton. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. That's that's like a whole nother list. Yeah. Movies where Christmas happens to be taking place. <laughs> Maybe that's it. So um, all right. Uh, you want to do it like we normally do, like back and forth? Um, no. Why don't you oh. go first? Because I actually didn't. <coughs> I didn't get the show notes. Apparently, I didn't know we were doing a top ten. Well, you yeah, you did say like top movie, so. Yeah, you don't. It might be difficult for you to put a top ten together. I literally scrim, scrambled these down like uh, just minutes before, like I normally do. It's a madhouse in here, everybody. Before we go live, it's like a. <laughs> I would say it's like a play. It's like a stage show where yeah. people are running in different directions. You know, Lawrence literally had buttons being sewn on his shirt. <laughs> I'm writing. I'm loading in music because tonight we have two performances of Neil's. That's he all. sent over some Christmas music, so you, you all get to hear Neil blowing the trumpet tonight. And uh, we're excited to show it, and I know he is excited to show it as well. So we've got that coming up. Once again, we're going to try a few Trader Joe's snacks. We're going to open up some mail that I received today from some viewers and our top lists. So 
let's get rolling. I'll roll out my top 10 and uh, let's see what you all think. So num- listen, this is what I guess is considered more of Christmas movies, even though when I think of movies, I think feature length. But when okay. I looked up all these lists, they all list like Charlie Brown, Rudolph, Frosty, um, those things. So because I had a lack of a top 10, I did end up including those. And I really don't, not so sure those should be included either. But I decided to, they have more of a right, I guess, to be in there than your diehards mm. and stuff like that. And your Batman Returns. So number 10 is the animated Grinch. The Dr. Seuss classic, Ian and Annie Grinch, because it's what, yes, okay, yes, not that there's uh, anything wrong with the, the the newer one. I just, I would assume that one over the, the newer one. You know what? I'm gonna change on the fly now that I look at that and I say that we're gonna go with the Jim Carrey one at number 10 because I do think the animated is such a classic and it is, it's, it's better. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Jim Carrey at number 10 as the Grinch. Number nine, Charlie Brown. That is a must-see every year for us. So going with Charlie Brown. Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown, to be exact. At number eight, how about Home Alone 2? And there are a lot of people that that debate that Home Alone 2 is better than Home Alone 1. <laughs> oh, I like this. I like this. Number seven would be the animated Grinch. Number five would be Rudolph. Rudolph is an absolute classic for me. Yeah. Really, really accentuates my childhood memories at Christmas time. Tammy loves it too. It's something that we make sure we watch. If there is if we don't get to half these things because we're so busy, Rudolph is always one that has to be in there. Rank Rankin and Bass. The old yes. Yeah. Oh, Rankin and Bass stuff is just crazy. And let me say, I haven't gotten to it yet, but I was so excited for the Halloween season. Did you see what Disney did? No one's talking about it. Did you see what Disney did on Disney Plus? And they had a stop animation Rankin Bass like Halloween special. It no, was, I think I saw that. I don't even know that I knew about it. It was a cute story, and it was amazing just for the stop motion. We don't get stop motion anymore. Yeah. No, nobody even talked about it in the chats while I was live. I don't know if any of you saw that, hmm. but I don't know if it would still be on Disney Plus because it was a Halloween special. But right now, there is a Christmas one. So go and watch it if you love. Oh, Allison said it was super cute. It was really cute. Uh, Tammy and I were really impressed. I really enjoyed it. And there's a Christmas one now. So, I mean, it's down to the point where we were analyzing it. You know, we're like, is this CGI or did they really do stop motion? They And you could see like on Donald, you can see little, little, little um, pieces of fabric hanging off his head and it would move. So you definitely knew that it was um, stop motion. So go check that out. Okay. I'm going to get a little naughty here for number five. It is a movie that Tammy and I 
laugh so hard about. And it's funny. I've noticed now when I think something was super funny, like uh, we tried to show Jillian meet the parents mm-hmm. recently. And then even I hardly laughed. She's like, dad, this is lame. And you didn't even <laughs> laugh yourself. <laughs> so I'm starting to realize like what we thought was funny years ago just isn't as funny years later. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll probably never see it again. But it was a great movie back then. Um, but that's not what I'm getting at. So I don't know if I put this movie on again, how hard we would laugh, but ready for this? Bad Santa. I don't know wow. if anybody in chat has seen Bad Santa. I describe that movie as just wrong. There's so many wrong <laughs> things in that movie. But that's what makes it funny. To me, things that are side-splitting funny for me is comedy you can't see coming. When you yeah. see somebody say or do something in a scene that is so unexpected, it's really funny. Was Bad there Santa. To that? There was. And to be honest, I ne- we never got around to it. Uh-huh. But I heard it wasn't as wasn't very good. So, yeah, that's a really good movie. If you don't mind some, what would you say, little little bad humor? Mm-hmm. Well, not bad humor, just a rated R type of movie. Um, don't be offended. Go watch it, and you'll laugh. If if you know if anybody that would you think would be an expect, I bet I bet Sharon Hecker has seen Bad Santa. <laughs> I, c- I could be wrong. Number four is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, there's Clark Griswold is me. He just wants the family to have a great time, no matter what they do. And you get really upset if things don't work out. And I could see Jillian as being the daughter. Um, dad, it's all right. It's fine. Oh, you're so extra, you know, what that kind of stuff. And, and, uh, um, you know, the son just acting like Jacob, I, I just feel like it can relate to Clark Griswold. Uh, and that's a funny movie. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a little surprising because technically it's the third movie in the installment and movies aren't easy. It, I have to go back and see, but it, it might be better than European Vacation. I always felt it was. Uh, in that series, uh, Christmas Vacation is definitely tops for me. But second is Vegas Vacation. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen that more than once. Yeah. Interesting. If it's on late at night and I need something to laugh, I'll throw it on. It's just one of those you can't turn off, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bad Santa is not a family-friendly movie, says Samantha. No. Good thing we're not doing a family-friendly countdown. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good, though. Mystic Eric, Mystic Eric uh, agrees as well in chat. Uh, Disney Dina says... It is better than European Vacation, but Vegas is really funny. All right, I got to go back and watch Vegas then. Where can you stream that? Oh, boy. I don't know. We'll have to look. Yeah. Okay, here's number three, Elf. Uh, I just think that that is Will Ferrell's finest work. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So so funny from the time that he has to walk through the candy cane forest and the narwhal is you know uh bye buddy (laughs) hope you find your dad (laughs) so funny he talks about an elf's diet with the what was it the syrup and the coke and all that good stuff the sugary diet um 
well done movie, very well written and uh, heartwarming and uh, that very well-known actress. He's one of those, I mean, actors that you see him everywhere, but you don't know his name. It's the little person. Mm-hmm. He's at the end of the, yeah. the, he comes in for the meeting and what does he say? Call me, call me, is it call me little person one more time or something? Remember, I think that's right. And he waves him on and then he gets up on the table and runs and kicks his butt. <laughs> uh, number two is Home Alone. Home Alone is a must watch every year. If you're like, okay, one movie, I have to say, if you say two movies, because one, this next movie at number one really leapfrogged over the last couple of years. And it's because it's sentimental between Jacob and I. Uh, we started a tradition where we like to watch this movie together, and it has to be watched on Christmas Eve. Mm. And that one is, and let me let me know in your comments and chat if you all agree. I think this movie is so underrated. The animation is amazing. The acting is great. And they're all, they're mostly portrayed by one person. Do you know what this movie is? And technically I think it's a Disney movie. Yeah. Also came out in IMAX 3D, which is where I saw it. And I actually, Jillian was young. So I actually, I remember this night, the night I saw it, I saw it alone. We were living in Maine. I traveled down to Massachusetts because Star Wars in concert was touring the country. And I came down to Providence, Rhode Island to watch it alone, stay with my mom, drove up, bought a ticket. And what it was is they had big screens on stage with a full orchestra. Yes. And they played through like an hour or two long of Star Wars scenes. Oh, just the so, same, not the actual movie. Not the actual movie this time. It was throughout okay. the, the series. Um, so I was there for that, and I realized, you know what? Since I'm in town, I get a chance to see this new movie in IMAX 3D. And what it is, is it's Jim Carrey's A Christmas Carol. Ah, good guesses in chat. Oh, but I was I looking at Polar Express. Polar Express didn't make my, uh, oh, Nightmare Before Christmas. I missed that one. Is that a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? Well, I forget what chat decided. I can't remember. That you was know, believe it or not, I consider it more of a Halloween movie, but <clears throat> it can very much be. It's a Christmas movie, though, too. If there's any movie that's, like, divided, it can be both. So... Yeah. To be honest, I would probably knock out one of my bottom ones there. I got to put Nightmare Before Christmas in there. So I would probably put that. I'd probably go Christmas Carol, Home Alone, Elf, uh, and probably fit Nightmare Before Christmas after Elf, and then Vacation, Bad Santa, Rudolph. Uh, animated Grinch. So that would knock out number 10. It would it would knock out Jim Carrey's Grinch. So wow. Yeah. That, so that, that's what I got. What do you got, big boy? All right. Um that's, this is why I have two monitors so I can watch the show and create a list on the fly. So yes. um so I did a top 10 and then 
chat mentioned a movie and I was like, oh crap, I forgot about that. So I had to put that one in there. So honorable mention goes to March of the Wooden Soldiers with um, Laurel and Hardy back in the day. It's in black and white. They did colorize it. Wow, look at you. Um, but that one used to come on after the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade up in New York. And so that always felt like the start of Christmas because you just saw Santa at the end of the parade. And now you have March of the Wooden Soldiers. So for me, honorable mention there. <clears throat> so uh, number 10 is going to be Christmas Chronicles. <coughs> Ever heard of it? This guy's pulling things out <laughs> from somewhere. Yeah. So my my bottom, my number five through ten are probably going to be some some rare ones for you. Um, I like a Love mix it. of the classics and some contemporary ones. Christmas Chronicles was actually a Netflix movie. Um, it is it is really really good. Why the name of the actor is escaping me right now? Um, but it's a it's a really really fun movie. Kurt Russell, thank you, JJ Dispark. Yep, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell plays Santa Claus. Can't go wrong there. Uh, number nine is going to be an Apple TV movie, which just came out last year with someone from Elf. It is Spirited. I was wondering about that one. Yeah. So spirited. it's good. It is. It is. It's very good. It's a musical. It's funny. Um, is that Ryan Reynolds with him? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, they're just, they're so funny. And of course, it's got a great story. Yeah, definitely worth watching if, uh, if you have Apple TV. <clears throat> Next on the list is going to be a Disney Plus movie. Uh, which is probably also a year, maybe it's two years old. Noel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, another good, you know, lighthearted movie. Would I have seen it in the um, theaters? No, <laughs> but streaming definitely, definitely worth it. Nice uh, Christmas time movie. Uh, so where am I? At? That's three. So it's number seven, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. The original. All right. Okay. Uh, always, always a favorite for me. Next is another classic. It's a Wonderful Life. Do you remember when they used to show It's a Wonderful Life? Like it was, it was in the public domain, so it was shown like eighteen times a day on every single channel back in the yeah, days. yeah. So I don't even know where to find it now. <laughs> um, I wouldn't either. Yeah, but it's a it's a classic for me. Um, next is going to be Catherine's favorite movie, uh, not Polar Express. She says Polar Express cre creeps her out. Um, from the animation part of it, the animation, yeah. They look they look a little little crazy, a little crazy. <laughs> Plus, it's you know Tom Hanks and different. So yeah, yeah. Um, Next will be number four, Home Alone, the original. <clears throat> I think it's a nice, funny movie. As a kid, I mean, who didn't want to do all that stuff that Kevin got to do? You know? 
number three is going to be National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Love a good comedy. Um, when he goes off uh, <laughs> um, about his boss, it's just that's one of the greatest movies, uh, greatest uh, scenes in a movie anywhere. And then certainly for a Christmas movie, because you don't really see it coming. And then, of course, the um, the scene with um, Margot <laughs> and Todd. Why is the carpet all wet, Todd? Uh, <laughs> great, great scene. Uh, and number two is going to be Home Alone 2. I actually rank Home Alone 2 above Home Alone 1. I want to You're say, one of those. Yeah, and I want to say it's probably because it's based in New York. And I was in... Um, I was living in New York at the time. So, you know, just felt very New York or very Christmassy to me. And number one is going to be Jim Carrey's The Grinch. I actually wow. took my uh, oldest son, Tez, to see that movie in the theaters. Um, so that's always a, uh, a favorite, a favorite for me. But yeah, oh, I'm very proud of you, new, boy. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> some new, uh, some contemporary movies creeping, uh, creeping in there. Yeah. You had a nice mix of super classics and newbies. Yeah. And that's kind of how, uh, how it how it goes in the house um yeah that's funny so uh, a couple of people saying no one mentioned um a christmas story i, I have no interest in that movie i, I have I no interest fan and i'm not sure why it's it's an okay movie i've seen it but i'm not going to put on tbs where they show it 12 times a day uh um, yeah but i just i don't know it just never hooked me not yeah sure why. I mean, it could be wrong. I mean, I just feel like I just have a beautiful track record of deciding to watch a movie mm -hmm. and at least liking it. I don't watch many movies where I walk away going, oh, man, that was terrible. I just <laughs> have this own way of evaluating a movie ahead of time mm -hmm. and deciding if it's something I'll like. So I normally hit movies. Jacob and I are doing um, the podcast coming up soon. Very special Diz Pod at the very start of this year. I think I'm shooting for a January 1st release. You're going to get 100% Jacob on the pod. And it's the top 23 movies of 2023. And Jacob and I have seen 29 movies this year. Wow. So we have quite a bit to rank. And um, again, I'm going to talk about how what our process is and how we see movies so maybe it can help all of you so i'll save it for that that and nice. uh, we also have a, a a number in a rating to pay attention to which proves to be pretty good for us too yeah there's so, some good ones coming up in chat um i see that scrooge yep jingle jangle yep. Catherine mentioned jingle jangle i like that movie that's another netflix movie um Really, really good movie. Uh, in fact, we just watched it the other night. Um, just wouldn't make my top 10. Okay. Moving on to top Christmas songs. This is where I become more of a traditionalist. I am an old man when it comes to Christmas music. So you'll find uh, my list being top heavy of more of the Christmas classics. Mm -hmm. And a lot of you have known me long enough to know who my favorite Christmas 
singer is, <laughs> you can uh, let us know in the chat or, or in the comments. So let's get to it. For me, number 10 is Do They Know It's Christmas Time by Band-Aid. That's a good one. I heard they and... do not like that song. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. But it, but um, I mean, for us, especially in our age group, can't go wrong with that one. You actually hit that right. And the reason why it has a special place in my heart is because it's 80s. I just hear it and I just think of when I was a kid in the 80s at Christmas. So um, I do have an honorable mention, though, the 12 pains of Christmas. Does anybody, does anybody know what I'm talking about? The 12 pains of Christmas. It yeah. really should have made this list, but if you can only do 10, that's an honorable <laughs> me honorable mention for sure. When everybody's complaining about 12 things that cause them pain at Christmas, you get yeah. the kid, I want some candy. <laughs> and the dad's like, Bring somebody blow a fuse. Yeah. yeah. Break up the lights. <laughs> yeah. That's good stuff. That's like, that's good stuff. And maybe my other uh, one is Dominic the donkey which is a good honorable mention as well. So uh, number nine, and this one lost steam for me because it was so overplayed. Oh, Dinny Dina, I like the NKOTB Christmas album. Yeah, I bet Tammy is on my side with this one. This one's for the children, <laughs> the children of the world. <laughs> yes, that's a good song. Uh, all right, so number nine, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. I know we overplay Christmas music, but this one was just so jammed down our throats. I had to drop it down to number nine. Um, it was probably my favorite song for a few years when it was new, but it's definitely dropped in the charts for me. Mm. Number eight, This Christmas. Tammy mentioned that one. I'm like, okay, that's a good one. Um, and that can, I guess, I guess can be sung by anybody. Uh, yeah, you can't go, you can't go wrong, wrong with that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've heard some good, good versions of that. Number seven, Merry Christmas or Merry Christmas, darling. Uh, that's by the Carpenters and that really hits my heartstrings. Mm. Um, if there are certain songs out there in the world that can really bring a tear to my eye. It's that one. It just ties around everything where I feel like Christmas can bring our happiest memories and our saddest memories together mm -hmm. and intensify them. And that does that for me. That just makes me, it makes me miss my dad and just think about our Christmas, uh, our Christmases together and all that. So that one just really hits me. So that's number seven. This one is specific to the singer, Sleigh Ride by Debbie Gibson. Okay. Uh, very, high, very high energetic. It came out on the A Very Little Christmas. Is, is it a Very Merry Christmas album series that they did for many years? You had Bon Jovi on there and probably Bruce Springsteen. Just a lot of the pop artists. And uh, she was on the Green album. That might have been the third one. Uh, I think I had the but red I, one. Okay. Yeah. And I just, I played, I couldn't stop playing that, but it's so upbeat. Uh, really loved her version and uh, was a big Debbie Gibson fan at the time. So that made number six for me. Here's one that's newer and it maybe only took one or two Christmas seasons to really hit me. And I turned to Jillian. 
or Jillian turned to me. She's like, Dad, I really love this song. And Tammy told me tonight that she really loves it too. And it's Kelly Clarkson's Under the Christmas, Under the Underneath the Christmas Tree. That's a good one. Again, it's it, yeah, it's so high energy. Um, I do love high energy Christmas songs, but I also love some of the slower ones too. Uh, but that one, that one's climbed up and could it crack the top five? I don't know, but it's strong at number five for me. Number four is Last Christmas from Wham. And it's funny because it hit me right in, I was somewhere in a store the other day. They were cranking that song. I'm like, wow, that's loud in here. Oh, Starbucks <laughs> on Thirsty Thursday. <laughs> they were, it was cranking like a club. And I was like, man. So I drove home playing it like one or two times, jamming out in the car. I'm like, I need to complete this song. So uh, Last Christmas is big. And again, it's an 80s song, kind of pulls you back to that time when you're a kid. And uh, I love that song. Rudolph, I'm going to nominate at number three, the entire Rudolph soundtrack, because they're all so great. Believe it or not, when I rank all-time movies, it's kind of how I rank Star Wars. I mean, you can break them apart, but Star Wars and Indiana Jones for me are like number one, number two. Mm -hmm. And I just I just put them together. Uh, so, yeah, the Rudolph soundtrack is amazing. And... Uh, course i have a few favorites off of that so i didn't want that to dominate my top 10 so i just grouped them together you know you must believe that on christmas eve i won't pass you by i love that old dash away you got my magic sleigh uh which i could do a lot better if i my throat wasn't so dry tonight so number two is happy holidays by my guy andy williams again number so two Happy holidays, number two. Happy holidays. Oh, okay. uh, happy holidays. I think I Let still want to one. Okay. Keep. Yeah. I mean, when it comes on in the parks, I, I can't stop singing it on stream. And then I have to stop myself and say, okay, I don't want to annoy everybody, but <laughs> I can just sing the whole thing. It just pumps me up so much. And it's it's high energy. Okay, I got this for you. Here is number one. Once again, it's Andy Williams, but it's the most wonderful time of the year. Okay. All right. When you're sitting there and you don't expect it and you just hear dun 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 dun. Oh, yep. USC Greg says keep singing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and I might do it tomorrow because I don't know if they're playing songs like that throughout the park at Magic Kingdom. Water break. Says Allison, hold on. I was going to say, yeah, when I do my my list. Uh... Yeah. Um, and again, it's just because I'm trying to recover from my TMJ and they have me on prednisone and she's like, it's going to dry you out. <laughs> it certainly is drying me out. So that's my list. What do you got? Wow. Uh, I don't think we have any that overlap. This Very is nice. Diversity. Thanks. Yeah. So speaking of diversity, I listen to a lot of Christmas music. Uh, I went through a lot of phases growing up in the 80s. Plenty of music like uh, Last Christmas by Wham. Um, <clears throat> then in the early 90s, I went through a smooth jazz phase. So there's a lot of that in there. 
Um, and now it's more contemporary. So mine, again, just like my movies, will be a very big uh, range. So number 10, um, Growing Up in a Spanish Household, Feliz Navidad by uh, Jose Felician. Number nine, I went to Catholic school for all 12 years. And in high school, Michael W. Smith was big. And so he has a song called Gloria um, that we played probably in every mass around Christmas time. So um, that would be number nine. Number eight, Santa Tell Me by Ariana Grande. Oh, you're muted. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mannheim Steamroller comes in next. With, uh, and they have so many to choose from. But if I had to choose one from them, it's going to be Silent Night. Oh. Um, again, that was in that early 90s smooth jazz phase for me. So, that's and we've got video on them tonight, right? For the con the concert you went to? No. Oh, Trans Marion. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, do we want to play that after this? Yeah. Okay. I'll cue that up. Um, so Mannheim Steamroller, Silent Night. Uh, next, going back to the 80s for a little bit, actually for a couple, uh, Wonderful Christmas by Paul McCartney. Good one. Followed, <laughs> excuse me, followed by Little Drummer Boy by Bing Crosby and uh, David Bowie. That's a good one. Not my top 10, though. And rounding out the 80s there, Happy Christmas by John Lennon. Wow. I love it. So diverse between you and me. Yeah. Um, by the way, Maroon 5 does um, Happy Christmas. I thought it's... I don't know that they name it Happy Christmas. I think they name it something else. But uh, they did a great job with that one. I'll have to check that one out. Number four. Pretty much any a Christmas song by Harry Connick Jr. Just all right. I can play the whole the whole uh, album or all three of them. Number three is the song that I said instead of doing um, what was it? Run run. What was the song they did for Guardians last year? Oh, you talking about the Run DMC one, Christmas in Hollis? No, no, no. Uh, in Guardians, they in the overlay they did Run Rocket or something like that. Um, oh, okay. Which is so bad that they didn't do it this year. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I said, this song should have been there. My number three, Christmas Wrapping by the Waitresses. Uh, number two, Carol of the Bells by David Foster. Um, which is, is a, I had to listen to it, I think, twice today. And number one, Sarajevo Christmas Eve by TSO. You cannot go wrong with Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Um, they've been playing now for 25 years, and they just continue to get better and better. We have been seeing them in concert, I think, every year since 16 or 17. Um, that we go every year. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we got as close as second row. Can you imagine wow. sitting at a Trans-Siberian Orchestra second row? 
Um, wow. They used to do um, meet and greets after the show. They don't do them anymore since since COVID. But uh, they are they're a really good group of uh, of people. And I, if I can bring it up, I actually took a video or created a video of our concert there. Yeah, we'll bring that up, and then uh, when we return, I will. I'll try some Christmas treats from Trader Joe's. Awesome! I think this is it. We're gonna hope that it is. How long is it? Uh, two minutes. Okay. Nope, that's not it. Sorry. Psych. <laughs> just kidding. Um, just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, go ahead. It's going to take me a little bit to find it. Sorry. All right. Um, you want me to try some treats? Yeah. Let's do that. All right. Let me get them. So, <clears throat> literally, I wanted to just try bring everything out, but... That would take a while. So I'm going to get into a couple of bags and then a tin. And I'm going to try first the Trader Joe's Peppermint Pretzel Slims. Bag looks like this. Mm. All right. So it is described as thin, crunchy pretzel slims with a candy coating and peppermint sprinkles. So you all know I like to eat on camera. <laughs> so looks like this. Maybe we'll bring me up on single camera here. And that's what they look like. And they are thin. So let's give that a try. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, my. Oh, my. Um, That's a five out of five Mickey's right there. Wow. I apologize for chewing in the uh, microphone. So basically, it's an all mint fiesta. Look at that. There's mm. chips. Anything that involves crumbled up candy canes and the saltiness of the pretzels. Mm -hmm. Oh, my. I mean, listen. Everything I've tried from Chater Joe's. I am now addicted to the peanut butter and jelly sticks as well as the chocolate like praline cookies that you dip the peanut butter in. Susie Q, I'm addicted. <laughs> so we do get mail. If anybody's like, I wonder what Corey would like. Just go to Trader Joe's and buy peanut butter and jelly dipping sticks. Hey, the next thing is these Scandinavian tidings. They're soft and chewy gummy candies with holiday shapes. Let's try that. I'll tell you what, since being exposed to Disney over the last few years and the ability to try different things, I've really discovered that you put anything sweet and salty combination in front of me, I'm going to love yeah. it. Yeah. So these are gummies. I don't expect to be wowed by these. Um, they, they may just be regular gummies here. Um, I would say so. But gummies are gummies. For the most part, right? So, yeah. um, well, if you have like the little sugar on them or they're sour, 
Yeah, these don't have any of that, but I can say, I can see us sneaking some of these into the movies <laughs> and enjoying those. This is a good movie candy. Like, I'm a big fan of Dots. Mm, yeah. Dots is definitely a, a a movie kind of candy. And by the way, again, once again, stay tuned because we have two songs sent into us tonight by Neil. So if you've heard him before, you know how great he is. Tonight, you get to hear him play two wonderful Christmas pieces. So that's coming up as well. Um, and so the number one thing, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move to a photo. This was all the wonderful stuff that Susie Q sent to us in a package. Mm. Look at all of that. Um, Jillian got to, her and Jillian, uh, Tammy and Jillian got to enjoy some body butter. So Trader Joe's doesn't just do uh, you know, foods, they do body butter. There was moisturizing lip balms. The girls are loving that stuff. And uh, there's some other stuff too back there that's not quite food. I have not tried the mini dark chocolate stars, but Tammy said that they were pretty good. They remind her of uh, your peppermint patties, and she is the peppermint patty queen. And she said, given a choice, she'd rather have a peppermint patty than those. Um, we can see, I have not tried the chocolate with peanut butter, little sandwiches mm. or the English toffee yet. The peppermint bark, I feel like it's hard to screw that up. So it's on par with any peppermint bark that I've had before. I might give the edge a little bit to, uh, oh gosh, I'm going blank. Um, what's the company that starts with a G I'm just going blank. Originally from California, we've got one in Disney Springs. Ghirardelli. Ghirardelli. Yeah. That might have the edge on a little bit, but the peppermint bark was very good. I haven't mm. had a chance to try the, the mini gingerbread, but I'm going to go try those later because I forgot we had those. Uh, okay. So the jingle jangle that you see in the middle, oh, uh, I'm sorry, but that can is almost gone. And Tammy and I don't attack things like this. But I'm telling you, when it comes to Trader Joe's stuff, we can't stop. <clears throat> so I pulled three items from the Jingle Jangle. And I guess I don't really have to try them because I've been eating them all week. This is a chocolate-covered pretzel. It's just as good as chocolate pretzels come. Mm -hmm. um, this is nice. What this is, it's basically a chunk of an Oreo cookie. Huh. Covered in chocolate. So you get to enjoy the chocolate first. And if you're like me, you like to savor things, you're going to suck all that chocolate off first. Mm -hmm. And once it's dissolved, you're going to enjoy the, the piece of the Oreo cookie. Now, here's the one that really gets you. I was like, whoa. We've heard of caramel popcorn. Mm -hmm. But what about caramel popcorn covered in dark chocolate? Mm. So again, you get to enjoy the dark chocolate. And then you get to bite into the caramel covered popcorn. It's a winner. So go to Trader Joe's, order from Trader Joe's online, take our word for it. You always do. And try some of these things. All right. That's my little thank you to Susie Q and uh, my, when I love things, I like to talk about it. And Trader Joe's is it. Let me tell you, I'm so glad she exposed me to that. Um, 
USC Greg says, oh, man, that jingle jangle is addictive. You know what? I might have to order some online now. I need another can of that. Wow. Do you have it queued up? I do. Uh, so we'll show that and then we'll come back in uh, just a few minutes. All right. Oh, and don't forget your story about the um, storm in Maine. Oh, okay. Let me write that down. So I will say, uh, I promised Tammy that we would stay under an hour, but this is a special edition, so we want to make sure we get everything in. So um, we're going to go over an hour a little bit. All right, we'll, we'll talk at double speed the rest of the way. All right. <laughs> All right, here you go. So did you have that on a gimbal or were you handheld like those other people? It was all all hand, all hand. Good I was job worried, with that steady hand. I was worried I wouldn't be able to get um, the gimbal in past security. And we were already tight on the beginning of the show. So I had to forego the, uh, the gimbal. I would like to take the gimbal next time, though. I agree with you, though. I wouldn't have risked it. Yeah. But you did a wonderful job. Like, I couldn't even tell. Thank you. Thank you. 
just talking from a technical standpoint, it's the first thing I noticed. But I mean, you come in with the crazy amped up music that is so energetic. It makes you want to run through a wall for Christmas. <laughs> and you add all those visuals. It was like it was like Luminous broke out. That's right. Behind them. That's right. Like, it's crazy. And I didn't even That's know that in the back of the theater, all of a sudden, there's a pyramid that's lit on fire for two of the shows. And then the second half of the show, a song starts, you're paying attention to the stage, and all of a sudden, the vocals start to come from behind you, and it's one of the vocalists. She's in a snow globe. Like, wow. <laughs> the stuff they do is just incredible. Absolutely. That's amazing. Incredible. Amazing. So glad you took some video of that. Always thinking Try. of the podcast. You are the man. Let's jump into our sponsors. And when we come back, we will. I have some Christmas questions for you. All right. Yeah. We'll be right back in two. Looking for a home that offers the perfect blend of luxury, comfort, and convenience with Disney World in your backyard? Victor Naraki is a licensed realtor with Vision Home Real Estate LLC. He is here to help you find the home of your dreams. With over 13 years of experience in the vacation home market and a proven track record of success, Victor is the perfect partner to guide you through every step of the home buying process. So why wait? Visit DisneyAtYourDoorstep.com today to learn more about Victor's exclusive range of properties and schedule a viewing with him today. Your dream home is just a click away. If you're planning your next Disney vacation, consider booking with Your Magical Adventures Await. Claudia is a Disney travel agent who can create a magical adventure to any Disney park worldwide, including Walt Disney World in Florida, Disney Cruise Lines, Alani Resort in Hawaii, and guided group vacations with Adventures by Disney. She can also plan Universal Studios trips. The best part? If you book with her, her services are free. Disney pays her to help you create a seamless, magical adventure. Her availability is unmatched, and you can contact her Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m., and Saturday and Sunday from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. Make your magical planner, Claudia Anderson, today from Your Magical Adventures Await by calling her at 956-455-8049. You can also follow her on Instagram, all one word. Winter is not too far away. All right. All right, cool. I'm proud of us, man. I look at you and I backstage and this and that. This is a professionally run operation. Uh, I don't think you get, like you said, we've looked at some, should I say this? We we look at other people and how they're doing it and the level of quality this is being done at. uh, Sure, there are a couple that, uh, you know, have the means to do it you right. know, on a much grander scale. So great for them. But uh, for what we're working with here at home, you in North Carolina, the North Carolina LID studios and <laughs> me here in the Orlando based at living in Diz studios. I think we're knocking it out of the park, my friend. And uh, you I did a good agree. job with that background. It's amazed is. Thank you. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and I stream WEI out of Boston and they are, they're, they're not looking any better than what we're doing here. I mean, we're doing an amazing job and we just get better and better at it. So yeah, it's been a, it's been a fun uh, season. Um, looking forward to ending season one on a, on another high note and rolling right into season two with some new uh, content 
and um, new content, new opening for the show, mm-hmm. new thumbnails. We're working on all that now. Uh, speaking of that, there'll be so when you all go to the live streams in the parks now, there is going to be there's a lot happening here in the next two weeks. <laughs> oh my gosh, I got to create that. I want to yeah. create a brand new general trailer for the channel for living in Diz. And I also, when we start every live stream now, I want that to have its own separate um, trailer Mm. as well, like a big introduction and have it kind of say everything. So all I have to do is go right into roll call, what we're doing that day and we're moving on. So hopefully I can get that done in time. I'll leave that last in case I need a little more time, but I definitely want to make sure the DizPod has a brand new intro good to go. The thumbnails are ready to go, and uh, we're excited for 2024. It's going to be another good one, and um, we'll continue to get guests on, and uh, it's going to be a fun time. That is my tree for the studio. We have a full size uh, in the living room, but we actually had a couple of those, so I decided to grab it. Oh, okay. Very nice. So I have some prepared questions. Sure. Uh, Lawrence and I love to surprise each other. We'd be like to be spontaneous. He didn't know this was coming. Nope. But I wrote down some things today because some of my best. What I'm trying to do more of now is you have that video, not video, that audio recording where you can take notes on your phone. So I'm starting to do that more because, mm-hmm. like I said, we got a lot coming down. And I have a lot of days off in the next two weeks. So I will let you know that we do begin photography or filming for the Living in Diz documentary. Hopefully it lands on Prime Video. There you go. Hopefully it <laughs> lo- lands and we're hoping for it to land everywhere. Hulu live, you know, if it hit Netflix, oh my gosh. But uh, this is no small operation. This uh, is planned to be big time as streaming goes on your streaming platform. So very excited to see where it, where it lands up. You know, it's so funny, like, all you can do is dream a little bit and uh, no matter where it goes, I'll just be glad that we were involved in the project and that it uh, gets to be shared and, and and the world can really see what living in Diz is all about. It's, right. it's going to be, you're going to see our home life. You're going to see the process that it takes for me to take the stream, take the podcast from where it is to go public with it. Uh, Tammy's going to talk about the sacrifices she makes at home so that I can go out at night and do my thing and she she'll talk about the importance of how important she knows it is to let me out and do this because she shares a very similar interest in the channel and you're going to get to hear the kids talk on camera about growing up on youtube how things have changed for them what their outlook was before what it is now uh lots of jam-packed stuff uh so we're excited to start shooting that we've got studio lights in the house ready to go and um then back and forth with the producers as far as what they like for backgrounding and things like that. Uh, and uh, I have a woman now that uh, that I met recently and I picked her brain today as far as uh, best camera angles for the interview scenes and things like that. So uh, lots to do in the next couple of weeks. And you all, you all see, you might see some cameras behind me during the podcast because we're going to get some behind the scenes footage with that. And Lawrence is going to be involved in what it's like to go live before the podcast, like that and things like that. So we're going to bring you everything, what we use, what we do, the tools. And sorry, I went off on a tangent, but 
that is that is what we're starting this week as well. Okay, I have some questions for you. All right. And uh, number one, I want you to talk about the gift that got away. Every one of us has a gift that we always wanted and we never received it. So if you need a moment, you shouldn't have a moment to think about this, but I'm going to tell you right now, I haven't seen my mom in chat. I don't know if she forgot or what, because she 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 really knows my schedule now. And she she uh, she always asks when the dispod is and everything. Stephanie Keel says Corey is getting on his research. Yes, ma'am. I We need this. This documentary is a blessing and mm-hmm. it is a way to show this is it. If 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 that gets released on major platforms and this channel doesn't blow up, then I just I've done everything I can. <laughs> I'll continue to fight on YouTube, but I would have done everything I can. So there's that. Hey, Dita. Okay, so the one that got away from me, and I make sure that my mom knows this all the time still, I haven't let it go. And I wanted that large-scale Millennium Falcon that came out from Kenner in like 1977. And it was it was expensive for 1977. I mean, that might have been a $70 toy. But I never got it. And I thought I let it go. But when Smuggler's Run opened, I think I pointed the camera at it live. And I'm like, Mom, you'd never got me that Millennium Falcon. But guess <laughs> what? I can now fly my own. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> So for me, it's the Millennium Falcon. I never got it, but boy, was I redeemed. I'll take that redemption. I can play with my Falcon anytime I want and fly it around a two. So, <laughs> oh, I'm just laughing. There's there's two that I can think about. Um, Purple Pleasure isn't even in the chat tonight. She was earlier. No, she, uh, she might still be. She um, has to hear this. So, <laughs> my... Uh, uncle, my youngest uncle, um, on my mom's side, so my mom's youngest brother, he's only seven years older than me, so we're kind of contemporaries. So he got an Apple IIc one year for Christmas. Um, oh, for his birthday, yeah, his birthday was in April, and so for Christmas, I wanted a computer and I wanted, um, you know, an Apple IIc, it did so much. And I got a Tandy TRS-80. That thing plugged into the computer like the old video games where you had to put it on channel three, you had to screw it into the antenna, put it on channel three, do the switch. Slide the switch on the box. Yeah. And um, the only thing that you could do was make the chain. So again, you're hooking it up to your TV. Okay, that's your monitor for this computer. And you could change the color in it and you could make it play, um, I think it was When Doves Cry by Prince in obviously MIDI format back in the 80s. So yeah, that was, uh, I'll say that that was the one that got away. I wanted a, an Apple and I got a radio back. Wow. So, you know, I'm sure your parents had reasons to go with something else. Yeah. So I guess we can't. We can't get on them too much. Could have no. been money, no. should have been, could have been they thought that was a better product, you know. I can so. only imagine. I I I, I want to say the Apple might have been like two grand back then. 
and that was certainly going to be um, expensive compared to uh, almost anything else out there. Uh, let us know in chat too what you never got. Stephanie Keel never got a Barbie dream house as a kid. Mm-hmm. I thought this was a great question because I don't think these are things we ever forget. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. You know? I do Here's remember wanting a Nintendo, uh, uh, an NES, and getting an Atari 7800. Not Shannon's that. lucky she got everything she wanted. <laughs> Not of the same caliber, but in school, I did, um, again, went to Catholic school and we used to sell candy. They used to call me the candy man. I was very good at selling candy, probably eating (laughs) most of it and then mom having to pay for it. So thanks, mom. Uh, But I did win a Nintendo for being top salesperson in the school. So I ended up getting it anyway. I used to hate when I played Little League and they gave us a box of chocolate that we had to (laughs) knock on doors to sell. I get it. It's necessary to get things done that you want to get done, but I dreaded that all the time. Mom, she she worked at the post office. She would sell it all all night long for me over there. Oh, good mom, good mom. Uh, all right. So, what about this? At on Christmas Eve, when you were a kid, were you allowed to choose one gift to open? No. <clears throat> so, um, mom is one of nine. And back when I was a kid, there were probably, let's just estimate 14, uh, maybe 14, maybe even 16 uh, cousins. So we always had a big gathering and we celebrated late Christmas Eve night. So we were probably eating until everybody got there and then we opened up gifts. So no, we, we never opened up anything until, um, until everybody was there. What about you? Uh, you know, I was trying to think of this and I really can't remember. I don't, I think I want to say yes, that we were, I'm pretty sure we were able to open up one thing. Um, and you all, you looked forward to that, you know, Mm. um, you know, the typical, the typical stuff, open that up, uh, leave out the carrot for the reindeer, leave out the cookies, always looking out the window, just, you know, Larry, the very last moment before I had to go to bed to see if I could see Santa in the sky. Hmm. So yeah, a lot of people in chat are saying, yep, they only got one gift. We got one gift each night for eight nights for, um, 86 JB must be, uh, for Hanukkah. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, God still has me single through the holidays, says Dita. Oh, we got to get Dita a man. <laughs> I think Dita's on the West Coast. I think Dita's on the West that Coast. New, uh, that's a new episode of, of Living in Diz. Yeah, we'll take our top yeah. top candidates. Love connection. Try to, get, try to get some love connection going in 2024. <laughs> uh, hey, Jill Walk-Britt. Uh, one gift, uh, USC Greg says, one gift that we didn't get to choose, always a book. Okay. Some people o- would open uh, Christmas pajamas. How many people in chat do the Christmas pajama thing? Uh, I wish we did that. We never we never did it. So it's kind of late to start it now. 
Um, but I kind of wish we did that with the kids. There was by default, I believe I bought them. They, I can't believe, I don't know if I bought them or Tammy did. Uh, at one Christmas, Jill and Tammy had matching PJs. So yeah, that would have been fun. I think we dropped the ball on that one. Uh, we, uh, we do matching pajamas and what we do is we actually go in our pajamas and I hardly ever, yeah, there you go. Uh, I hardly ever go out of the house with just wearing pajamas. That just always seems odd to me, even if I'm going to like take the trash out. But anyway, uh, our, uh, family tradition is on Christmas day. We go to the movies in our pajamas. Fun. How about that? Adding a little twist to that. Yeah. So Christmas Day, you're saying you go to the movies? Yeah. So we go to the movies on Christmas Day. So here's our wow pajamas. Is that this year's? This year. Yep. What are you going to see on Christmas Day? Wonka. Ah, that's a good Christmas. Not a Christmas movie, but (laughs) a good Christmas movie to see on Christmas Day. We saw it. We loved it. Um, So, all right. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Now, with Christmas gifts, I've done this with the family for years. I think it makes total sense. Really want to know if people in chat do this or if you do this. I'm not one. Let's just say Tammy, Jacob, and Jill each got 10 gifts just to put a number on it. I don't want to be at the risk of them opening the best present first or third or fifth. Got it. Yep. So I put a lot of thought. I would rank my gifts and they would get numbers written on the packages so I could feel comfortable about them picking them in order the way I'd like them to be. How about you? I'm very similar to that. Um, There's definitely a rhyme and reason to how the gifts go out. Yeah. You don't want to have the best gift like number three. (laughs) And then everything else is like, and then you have to be careful too sometimes you have gifts where if you open up them in the wrong sequence it's going to give away the big gift ah yeah like you know if they're getting a new ps5 you can't give them a ps5 game (laughs) (laughs) that's a oops yeah yeah (laughs) Corey, a lot of pjs are worn at the mk christmas party that's right david and sc I, i do see them yeah dita loves the idea so if anybody hasn't done that and it sounds like a good idea, definitely do it this year. I think it gives you great comfort. You know, some people just say, okay, kids have at it. Mm-hmm. And we have done a little bit of that here and there for some of them, but there are some you make sure, okay, this has to wait. I love the buildup. Now, have you ever had the opportunity when you were younger or older to peek at a gift? And if you if you could do it and get away with it, did you do it? I will say while you think about that, I've always been good at that. But something got me when I was maybe either heading into my early teens or very early teens. Something made me finally look. And I looked in my mom's closet. I saw everything that <laughs> I was getting. And, but the only thing I remember to this day was the Star Wars Star Destroyer. It wasn't the Falcon, hmm. but it was the Star Wars Star Destroyer. 
And then I thought this, okay, I know everything. I outed myself by trying to be a good boy. And I said, my mom would feel so good if I gave her a list of things I wanted and put everything that I'm getting that I know I'm getting on the list. Mm -hmm. She was smart. (laughs) She started reading that list and she goes, you looked, you looked, didn't you? And I was like, um, um, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I looked. So it kind of ruined my Christmas a little bit with no surprises. So yeah, I was guilty one time. And to this day, Tammy could literally put everything unwrapped on the other side of the bed and say, do not look at this stuff. And I wouldn't even be tempted. Yeah. And she's the same way. We can trust each other like that. Yeah, because for for me, it's all about the surprise and, you know, unwrapping the gift. There's been times for a number of reasons. I don't know. We were just slow one one year. We were literally wrapping gifts at like two o'clock on Christmas Eve. Uh, early Christmas, Christmas day We've morning, done that. and uh, just to simply open them at six o'clock in the morning, <laughs> you know. But yeah. it, it it's it's about the uh, the surprise, you know. Uh, and Tammy's a perfectionist too. Like it has to be wrapped perfectly. If there's ribbon to be put on it, she cuts the ribbon. She stretches the ribbon or curls oh, it yeah, with the curl scissors. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't get her much this year. Because we already talked about this. What is she saying now? I already saw the diamonds you got me. <laughs> you must have closed your eyes and saw them that way. I always tell her, go pick out some diamonds. Go for it. Um, I got her a couple things. Nothing like super grand or fun, but I think they'll be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we talked about it. She's She's very strict in what she wants. She doesn't want me to waste money by me choosing things because it'll never be what she loves or wants. And uh, I'm finally learning that a little bit more. And I did the same thing to her this year. Like, I really couldn't think of much. Uh, I figured sometime early this year, I was going to splurge and finally get the PSVR 2. So while she was out today trying to fix Jacob's computer that he's been trying to build, there was an issue with it with a bad motherboard. So she was at Best Buy and I was like, you know what? Just pick me up the PSVR 2 and I'll open it up on Christmas. (laughs) So... Kind of not really a Christmas gift, but we'll make it like it is. Mm-hmm. Diamonds, doonies, and lounge flies for Tammy. She <laughs> deserves all that. So she can she can go pick out whatever she wants. See, if I say that, it covers me. That's right. That's right. Right? And if she doesn't, it's that's on her. So <laughs> I love her. Like, she deserves anything. Um, Lastly, oh, my Christmas story. Well, it's not really a Christmas story. The ice story. I promised my ice story, right? So... I'm living in Maine and I was a personal trainer. I'm a personal trainer now, but I was a personal trainer there. That's when I did a lot of personal training work. Like I got, I was up at 4am to go to the gym and I trained people till seven, went right to my PT job, did that till 530, went back to the gym and trained people till like eight. And I did that several days a week. And um, so I had a boot camp class for Saturdays, just a simple eight to nine really fun. We had enough people sign up that became friends too. And it was a fun, casual thing where you could make, you know, a good amount of cash in an hour, uh, by charging, you know, whatever, 15 bucks a head or something. And that was our Saturday money to go to Buffalo wild wings and maybe get the kids a toy over it. Toys R us. 
That was our Saturdays, exciting Saturdays in Central Maine. So I'm heading out and not being a native of Maine, uh, we were probably living there maybe seven years into it. And there was warnings of an ice storm. And what happened was I didn't really take that seriously enough. I'm driving in about 25 minutes to the gym and I start to notice that the everything, the trees, the power lines, the roads were like glass. And I'm driving slow. I'm a, I'm a safe driver. There was a little bit of snow on the street to kind of lessen the slipperiness. And I start seeing notifications come in where everyone that signed up for Saturday's class, they were canceling. And I'm like, oh, boy, is it really that serious? The only person that didn't cancel was the owner's wife, who happened to be a best friend of mine. And I said, are you going to still go? And she's like, I'll go if you go. And I said, all right, we'll work out together. So we show up and it wasn't that bad yet in town. So we parked the cars. And if you must know downtown Bangor, it's old. It's an old city. So you've got a lot of hills, cobblestone streets, that kind of thing. Well, we go in, we start working out. We're about a half hour into the workout, and I think we're doing sort of crunches and things like that. And we look by the big windows that look out into the road, and we're seeing that it looks weird. Like people are holding on to each other, and they're walking by cautiously, and it starts to get our attention, and we're like, wait a minute, what's going on? So I think we cut the workout short. And we headed outside and it just looked like an apocalypse. Mm. Like there were, there were other hills, even steeper at the intersections. And people were literally holding each other's hands to keep each other up. Uh, so we were like, wow, okay. Now this was a one way going up. And we decided the safest way to get out of here with our cars was to go down the wrong way on an icy road. So we did it. We went slowly, made sure nobody turned around the, that corner, just hoping and praying. So we get down and you could come off that street, taking a right and take a quick left. I thought that was the safest move because there was no more of a downhill effect for a little bit. So I went that way, but she went straight down and she went so straight down that she couldn't stop and went through the lighted intersection. It's She's so lucky that she didn't get hit. For me, I went straight and it curved up. So I tried to get enough speed without spinning my tires. And I got to the stop sign that faced the library, but then I started sliding. So my instinct was to angle the tires. So I got the passenger back tire to hit the curb and kind of brace me there. And I'm like, okay, this is good, but what do I do now? So I was able to work my way up through that stop sign and I took a left, but then I was facing even steeper hills. Mm -hmm. There was no way out of this place. There was no way out. 
I, I went into a parking lot and finally a sand truck came over. And I said to the guy, what do I do? How do I get home? Uh, I don't know how to get home from here. And he said, you're just going to have to sit and wait this thing out. I go, like, how long? He's like, I don't know, six hours, maybe something like that. This is Maine. This is cold. It was like in the 20s. I'm like, I can't run my car that long. I'm going to freeze to death right here. So I decided to make a move. And I somehow got up to the main road that I needed to get to. But when I got there, it was a parking lot of cars. Now I'm thinking, I've got like a quarter tank of gas. I'm going to run out and I'm going to freeze to death. And so what happened was I was facing the hill, one last hill. And there was this was smart. What they had to do was they sanded one side of it, made it a single lane instead of two lanes, you know, one going one way, one going the other. And they had the people at the top come down on the sand and come around. And then I got to go at some point up the sandy part of the road. And then I was able to head home. Usually took me about 25 minutes to get home. I think this was a two and a half hour ordeal. So that's my ice storm story. And it's kind of funny. On occasion, my friend and I will, one of us will text each other kind of on that day and say, with a photo and say, you remember this day? (laughs) (laughs) It's a day we'll never forget. Oh, and I just, I left her out for one moment. So last I heard from her was I said, bye. I didn't know she went through the intersection. I called her. I'm like, how are you? She's like, well, I went through an intersection, but nobody hit me. And then I'm like, okay. I was like, I don't want to make sure that, you know, you're good. And all of a sudden she goes, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. And the phone hangs up and I'm like, oh my gosh, she just got hit. So I'm trying to get her back. I couldn't get her back. And about 30, 40 seconds later, she answers. She goes, oh, hey. I'm like, are you okay? Are you okay? What happened? She's like, oh, I just ended up seeing somebody that I knew. So I I hung up and started talking to her. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. thought your husband was going to kill me for keeping you out here. So that's my ice story that you'll never forget. Oh, man. Gotta love that. Lastly, we've got uh, let's play Neil's music and it'll be time to wrap this thing up. Sounds so good. if you want to change the background, Neil sent us two songs and I don't think they're too long. I think they're two minutes or less or so. The first one is because it's Christmas for all the children. And then the second one will be have yourself a merry little Christmas. So get ready to enjoy the one and only Neil on his trumpet.
right. Uh, what we'll do is let's do this. Let's pause that. Let's bring us back and we'll make sure that we, can you hear me, Lawrence? Yeah. Let's come back for a minute. Uh, let me open up. Oh, I love that. <laughs> uh, let's, let's, let's open up. We got some mail today. Uh, and I want to open up these cards on the pod. And then we'll finish out with Neil's final song, Have Yourself a Very Merry Christmas or a Merry Little Christmas. Uh, so this one is from Leo, who I believe is Ep uh, Leo Epcot. Or Epcot Leo. Yep, he loves to send us some really cool pictures of Epcot. And the card says to the Ellis family, may you feel the magic of the season all through the year. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Leo. That's Leo Epcot fan. And uh, he always comes in, yes, by saying Red 5 standing by. <laughs> yes. So, and here's the card. And this is what he sent. Look at these amazing pictures. Wow. Of Epcot. I don't know how he obtains these, but they're stickers. Hmm. Oh, that one's the same. Uh, here we go. Here's another one. That's really cool. That is cool. What a cool point of view. Um, okay. So those are those. Always thank you uh, for those, Leo. I always have a good time, uh, you know, um, figuring out where those are going to go. Uh, the the one thing I wanted to mention again, too, is once again, thank you so much to Grandma Grover for sending us the Haunted Mansion tree topper. That thing's huge. Uh, we are just going to enjoy it year round right on our entertainment center. And if y'all want to look it up, just look up the Hallmark uh, Haunted Mansion. The thing is amazing. It it sits there. So you know when I leave and I show the live stream what's going on lighting-wise at night in the windows mm -hmm. and everything? That all happens to a T. Like the lighting changes all around the Haunted Mansion. And it practically plays the entire ride audio when you hit the button. So it is so enjoyable, so much fun, and want to thank Grandma Grover one more time for that, that lifelong gift. That will forever be something that we use and cherish. The last, oh, okay, Roberts from New York. This came from um, maybe Tracy and Mom. That's my guess. Mm -hmm. Here's the card. And it reads, let's see, wishing your family the merriest Christmas ever and a healthy and happy new year. Your family and friends have brightened uh, many, oh, let me put my glasses on, the glasses and the lighting here. Can't even fit them on with these, with these. okay. Uh, so your family and friends have brightened up many days for us. We smile and laugh, and we look forward to the next stream. And we love hearing our names, Tracy R. and Mom. Ha, 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 ha. So I was right. And uh, says, Dear Corey, Tammy, Jillian, and Jacob, 
snow place like home for the holidays. That's amazing. Thank you guys. Always love to know um, how much joy we bring to everyone from our little live streams from Walt Disney World. So this one is from, it says from the Silversons. <laughs> oh God, I didn't even put that together. It's, <laughs> it's you. It's you guys. Okay. So, all right. This is your traditional uh, thing that you put out. Should I read it? Yeah, you can read it. Okay. It, it looks like this. Look at those beautiful pictures of the family. And there's a writing there. I think we got one of these last year. So I think this is a traditional thing that you guys do. You write a nice little paragraph. It says, it's been quite a bittersweet year. We said goodbye to our sweet whiskey in January and my dear grandmother in May. Lawrence began co-hosting a video podcast about Disney on YouTube in June. And even though Jay deserted us, I mean, moved out in October, we still allowed him to join our Christmas photos. Finley is, uh, re was it? Finley is reading everything in sight. And I've done a lot more sewing for Lawrence than ever. Uh, we're excited for what's in store next year. Beautiful card, super well done. And uh, we love you guys, and we are lucky to have you in our lives. No, we are, we are, we are more than lucky to have uh, found Lenny and Diz, and um, certainly to have found you and the family uh, as friends. So it has definitely been uh, been great. So yes, you you'll get that that card. I think you have one for. Um, Neil too, or you should. Oh, I opened it. <laughs> okay, I'll uh, I'll give it to him. <laughs> Not the first time I've opened a card for Neil. All right, very good. Uh, that's everything there. Let's. Why am I? I'm blurry all of a sudden. Uh, okay, before we come back and say goodbye, everyone. Here is the final song. Have yourself a merry little Christmas by our one and only Neil. Thank you. 
All right. Wow. That was beautiful. Right. Awesome. Man. Awesome job. Uh, just have to thank Neil. Can't thank Neil enough for sending that over. And like I just said in chat, that has to be a brand new Christmas tradition where Neil's going to have to send over some Christmas songs for us to enjoy for Dispods to come. Yes. So we really appreciate that. That was beautiful. And I think everyone enjoyed it in chat as well. So there you go. Um, so I think we're, I think we're done for tonight that we did go over again, but this was a very special one that we wanted to make sure that we got in everything. And I think it went really well. Really happy to have uh, shared this holiday episode with all of you and get to share it with Corey. Um, yeah, it's just been uh, been an amazing year and uh, certainly looking forward to wrapping up season one of the show and uh, getting ready for season two. Should I do should I do an impromptu on the fly reading of Twas the Night Before Christmas? I was actually going to suggest that you record that and then post it over the weekend. Yes. Okay. How should we post it? Like special little Diz pod or just a, just a real short, I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. Yeah. We might be able to throw something together. All right. Look for my Christmas reading of Twas the Night Before Christmas, everybody. That has also become a tradition. Yeah. Uh, so thanks for joining us on the live. We do it live because we do it for you. If you're listening on the replay or you always listen on the replay, um, you know, thank you for doing that as well. You can definitely, it really helps the channel. It really helps everything if you comment later as well. And uh, you can also do the same over there. I think you can comment, but uh, you can also find us on the YouTube music app. And you have that nice little switch where you can switch over and see video or just listen to audio and uh, post, or I should say previous episodes are now still uploading on a weekly basis over at iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Apple uh, until we catch up. And then that'll be a uh, seamless thing as well. After this, if you are a LID Club member, definitely join us for our LID Club member only podcast, which will happen. We'll do, we'll, Start that up as soon as this is done. It's a 30-minute podcast, and uh, we got a little something fun planned yeah. tonight for that. I'm going to actually open the door this time, so you may see yeah. Tammy make a, an, an appearance <laughs> because if Catherine can do it, so can Tammy. That's right. No, it, it doesn't get me in trouble. I don't tie up the, <laughs> the room so much. So I thought, yeah, this went really well. And uh, what else can I say? The next time we are live, we are live with a Christmas live stream. One more time from Universal Studios, Macy's Parade, maybe Grinchmas again. We're just going to have some fun out there and uh, finish off. Well, we won't quite finish off 2024, but uh, we'll do that. That'll be our last live stream before Christmas. So I'll say it then, but I'll say it now. I always say I love you guys. I really do mean it. If you know, when we see people in the parks and say, I love you, I, I just, I say, I love you back because if you love what my passion is and how can I not love you back? Mm -hmm. It's what I always say. And I mean it. And, and the family means it. 
we're very humbled when people come up to us and say how much they they love us in the parks. It means the world to me. It's it's like validation for what I do. All the hard work just makes it all worth it when people come up to us and do that. And I want to thank, I'll thank even Neil for driving me behind the scenes and coaching me all year. Uh, maybe we all need a life coach. I don't, can I, I just feel like by default, Neil is a great friend and he's also, he's got to be considered a life coach too, because he steers me in the right directions. Mm. You know, when, when there's times where I want to do or say something, uh, he reels me in and, uh, He's taught me how to be a better person and a better man. So there. And uh, and for you, for pushing me as well. This podcast cannot be as great uh, without you. So thank you for that and all you do for the channel behind great, the scenes. Uh, great partnership uh, to put the podcast together. So I, I appreciate, um, as Catherine said, giving me an outlet uh, for my love of Disney. So definitely yeah. fulfilled. Yeah. Neil being humble. I'm just an ordinary dude. <laughs> no, you're not. No one will agree with that. And speaking uh, of uh, gifts. What's that? Speaking oh, of gifts. Before we go out, we want to thank Steve Bullock. Blast a chat for Steve Bullock for dropping that random LID gift. And let's see. Uh, who did it go to? I just want to make sure we know who it went to. Congratulations. Melissa Winters, congratulations. You're back in green. Enjoy. That gets your name highlighted in green. You get the use of all the exclusive emojis in the chat. And you got some hearts popping out of Lawrence's hands. And uh, enjoy that. So we thank Steve and Tony once again. So we'll see you all next week. Are we back? We're back on regular schedule next week, right? We're on for Thursday. Yes. It could be our last Thursday show. For oh, that's right. We have schedule changing announcements coming up for 2024. For at least the first two thirds of 2024, we are live streaming on different nights in the parks. Yep. So we'll talk about that too. That. Yes. Uh, thank you all for being here. Have a wonderful rest of your night. If you're listening on the replay, thank you for listening when or wherever you are. Be sure to comment to help move this forward. We want to try to be the best or the as high rated a podcast as we can. Yeah. All add right. In, add in your comments and uh, your uh, traditions, uh, your Christmas traditions. If you are watching the rewatch, we will certainly respond to all of them. Uh, a couple of people real quick have mentioned tomorrow. Tomorrow is the Christmas party. So Corey will be. Yes. The very, the very Merry Christmas party. I will be out there with all of you stream starting around 7 p.m. Eastern time. And we will take that baby to the end. We're going to bring my corpsicle so I can fill it up with hot chocolate and stay hydrated. There you go. I'm going to collect as many cookies as I can. We'll try to visit all the cookie stations. And uh, we're going to try to do as much as we can. As you always know is what I do. We're going to try to hit everything we can in the parks. The thing I leave out the most is character meet and greets. We'll only do some of those if we are allowed by time got it so we'll, we'll do the parade we'll do the yeah we'll do the parade twice we'll do the fireworks and we'll do everything else we can in between so for the dis pod i'm cory i'm lawrence we'll see y'all next time merry christmas merry christmas everyone 
you know, I almost hit the end of the stream again. <laughs> Let's do the outro tonight. So you're free to use. All right, we're done. Woo!